Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And you know, David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know, we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, have you ever noticed that most porn flicks are filmed for the male gaze with little regard for female pleasure, as if all the viewers are male? Do you think there's room for another point of view when it comes to pornography? On today's show, we're going to be talking about ethical porn and why it's important for our culture today. Sure are. One of those interesting shows and learning a little bit more about what's out there. But before we get into our show, we want to take a moment to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex, but nobody really wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are so excited to welcome today's special guest, direct from London, England. Anna Richards is the founder of FrolicMe.com, an online erotic publishing house specializing in the creation of exclusive erotic adult entertainment for women, men, and couples. Absolutely, and we've been enjoying it over the past couple of weeks, so uh, stay tuned. This show is all about how to spice up your sex life. So Anna Richards, direct from London, thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your busy day uh, to be on our show. Hello, Carol and David. Delighted to be here. And thank you for inviting me along. Yay. We're looking forward to this discussion because it's very important. Tell us a little bit about how, well, a little bit about yourself, first of all, and how you got into the business of ethical porn. Well, it was a, an interesting one because, to be honest, I'd never been in the world of, of porn. So it was quite a new step for me to take. But I was a woman in my 40s when I launched the platform back in 2015. And it was something that I felt personally um, was missing. So I was, I'm a married woman with children and so on. And whenever it came to looking at uh, films or any sort of erotica online, I just felt there was this big missing part. I just couldn't see anything that suited myself. Um, I wanted something that kind of really oozed erotic pleasure and something focused really for women to enjoy. And um, it just wasn't what I was finding. So I very boldly in my 40s, after some research out there decided that I would actually put my money where my mouth is and quite literally I was going to go out and shoot my own porn. 
So back in 2015, I launched the site with, at the time, it was just 20 films. I thought that was a humongous amount, quite frankly. But um, in the world of, of, of porn sites now, that really was a small deal. But these were my films. These were shot through my eyes, through a woman's gaze. And I felt that this was something that not only I wanted to see, I felt lots of other women out there too, as well as men and couples, would find them erotically um, stimulating as well. So that's what I did. And that's how Frolic Me began. Now, um, growing up, were you a person who was into sex and sexuality? Did you start having sex at a young age or did this this just come upon you um, in your 40s? As you matured. Yeah. Do you know what? I I fall into that latter category, I think. And, and I feel it's possibly something of our time, because whenever I talk to women of my age who are involved in some way with maybe apps or platforms or, or uh, aspects to do with this sexual space, I, I often find that their early years were actually pretty plain and and non-eventful. And I have to say, I fell into that category. Sex to me started to become interesting sort of as I moved through that stage of having children and moving into my 40s, where all of a sudden I was looking at sex differently. I was looking at it now about pleasure and a bit more inward focus for me as a woman. So I think I probably was one of the the better people to actually start putting together some porn films because I was seeing it through my eyes. Mm -hmm. This is what I wanted to see and I found so it turned me on. Mm -hmm. I found something similar because, well, my marriage broke down when I was in my 40s and I met David and I actually learned to love sex and I learned to enjoy myself in sex with David at that age. I mean, I'd had maybe a handful of orgasms my whole time in my earlier years. And then I met David and I really learned how my body worked, learned how to make that orgasm happen, learned why it's important to have sexual pleasure and really delve into it. So I kind of get what you're saying. It was certainly very, very uneventful sex life before I met David and I was in my 40s at the time. That's also when we became swingers. Well, right? yes, when you that became was a, more comfortable with your sexuality, but that everything was a secondary up. stage. Right. That was a few years after that we actually met and started having great sex. That then we discovered this other whole lifestyle where we could share our partner and have even more amazing sex with other people and try different new things. So yeah, I yeah. was in my forties as I, well. Yeah, I think definitely there's something about the forties. Um, I mean, over here we say naughty forty. I mean, <laughs> there you, it, go. It, it, the, the, you, you, you either join that camp of being the naughty forties, or you don't. And and for me, um, I certainly did, and and it opened my eyes. And I I also think it was a moment where I I also felt brave, and I thought if I don't take on this challenge, I felt I could do this. Why don't I actually produce something? Um, and and take that challenge on. So I did. I was actually 43 when Frolic Me was born. Wow. So, um, yeah. Now, you got the support of your husband and family, I presume. Um, is something that you do. Do you do it together? Do you talk about it at home? Yes, totally. I mean, it was it was a concept, as you can imagine, as a, a, a married couple. I had the idea and then I would start saying, what about it? You know, am, am I am I nuts? I mean, you know, what do you think? And, and so we would openly talk about things. And I would say, look, I and then it came to a point where I actually turned around and said, 
I want to do this. Mm. You know, I actually really want to do that. And and he said, I think you'll be great. I'll I'll support you. So it was very much a, a moment where after a couple of years of, of certainly toying it over and, and um, analyzing what was available in terms of online erotica, mm-hmm. it was that's when I thought I'm going to do this. And I wanted to bring my uh, erotic films, which I produce, but I wanted to also weave the site with erotic stories, as erotic galleries, and audio porn, which is uh, the spoken mm-hmm. uh, erotic stories. So I wanted to give that real platform of erotica so people could delve into it according to what they actually personally enjoyed. Cool. So we've used the word ethical porn a few times already on the show. Why don't we just back up a little bit and explain to everyone what is ethical porn and, and why is it so important in today's um, communities out there? Yeah. Ethical porn is an, an interesting one. It's become quite a buzzword uh, now with, with trying to differentiate what one style of porn is compared to something else. Quite simply, um, for me, ethical porn is, um, is about being inclusive creatively. It's about showing uh, natural, consensual pleasure for all to enjoy. And it's all about those making our movies. So it's everybody in front of the camera, and it's everybody behind the camera. Everybody is fairly compensated for their work and they're valued for their abilities too. But it's it's about also addressing this balance of actually giving a focus to female empowerment um, and actually seeing female pleasure. It's about seeing um, the female gaze when it comes to uh, the the erotic film uh, and so on and it's about respectful it's about being respectful to all involved and finally for me it's it's about how we then portray sex Mm -hmm. online and taking um, a caring attitude as to what we actually put out there into the world when we actually put something up on the internet Mm -hmm. Um, so it's about how something's been produced as well as how what we actually produce um, and for me, what's what's been so key is when people talk about, oh, I've got an ethical site, I always challenge and sort of say, well, yes, but who actually made that porn? And I think for anybody listening, when they go, I, I really want to find an ethical site, how, how do I do it? Just be aware when you actually are looking at these sites, can, are you aware of who is making the films that you're watching? Because on Frolic Me... I make the mm-hmm, films mm-hmm. that you see. And and that's the difference. And that's where it starts to vary to a lot of other sites that may license films or or the tube sites and so on. So it's about that care of actual, actual production uh, that, that makes the difference. Very cool. And one of the other terms that we've heard in the past is called femporn, which I think is really yeah. more towards the female gaze, like you said. But ethical porn is femporn plus other things as well. So why is it important today to have this type of, or a genre of, um, of films out there for people to also enjoy? Um, I think we're all becoming more questioning about everything we have in our life. So, I mean, ethical, we're, we're turning the tables now on porn, but I think we can do that with, with so many things about how our clothes are made. Is our fashion ethical? You know, are we using um, sort of, 
you know, cheap labor when we're, we're actually getting something produced. Um, is this right that we're doing this to our food? Or So I think we're just at that point. And, and I, I do often wonder with the with this post COVID and so on, we're actually starting to focus about ethics of everything we do. Uh, and, and porn is no different. Um, and I think it, it just makes somebody, you know, you want to go online and actually enjoy what you're about to watch. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be sat there worrying about, oh, oh my God, I'm not sure she, she actually wants to be doing this. And, and, and removing that shame of watching something fun and kinky, you want to be able to sit back and go, oh, well, I can see they're having a hell of a good time. And, oh my God, am I too? You know, and I think that's what's really important about finding a site you feel comfortable watching, uh, there's a trust as to, you know, who's involved. So you can just, you know, have a damn good time while you're watching it. So being a guy, I've been watching porn for my whole life. <laughs> and um, like, what, what is the difference of viewer would get watching some of your films versus, you know, the other films that you find on, you know, like you said, the tube sites and porn hubs? Yeah. Is, how, is, how, how is, you, visually, how do you see the difference? Like a cock goes into a pussy. How do you film that differently in your films versus, you know, the guy fucking the girl in, we'll call it regular porn? Uh, Well, I mean, this is straight away. It's always the interesting bit is is what people deem as regular porn. And actually, interestingly, most people, when they say, oh, it's regular porn, what they're actually referring to is mostly the tube sites, because that's what they're seeing when they go and Google, you know, hot pussy, blah, blah, blah. What will you get? you'll actually be presented in the first first instance mostly by tube sites. And the problem we've got with these tube sites is they're not regulated. Its user content is sort of uploaded, so anyone's been uploading content. And in most, in quite a few cases, we're seeing some pretty extreme stuff. We're not seeing it's pretty gratuitous, it's explicit, um, and... You know, in some cases, it can look as though they're trying to normalize a, a, a certain degree of violence. And so you are left questioning, you know, you're, so you're, you're questioning actually what you're seeing. But is it is it sexy? I mean, and I think that that's that's the difference that actually what they're missing is that erotic aspect of who are these people involved? What are they doing? What is going on? in the mindset and and this aspect of the consensual aspect seeing a woman i mean i i always say you know you watch a woman in the absolute throes of sexual pleasure where you clearly can see she wants this and she is having an almighty time you know orgasming and she's that is so much sexier than seeing someone where you you question What's being done to her, to her as exactly. opposed to right. is this something she wants to be part of? Yeah. Um, and I feel we've just lost the aspect of sexiness. Mm-hmm. Right. And and really, sadly, I think given sex a, a bad name, right. which I think is a, a huge shame because it's it's bloody good fun. You know? so, so, until, <laughs> so until until Carol and I came upon ethical porn in the last, we'll say, six months, um, Carol hated porn. And whenever uh, we spoke about porn on our shows, we told people, you know, porn is entertainment. It's not educational. It's like you don't learn how to drive your car by watching The Fast and Furious. It's, it's just there, entertainment. However, since we started watching your films, and we have watched a whole bunch of them, 
it, they are very titillating. They are there are the sexual acts in the f- movies are stuff that we can actually ac- accomplish. Yeah, we could actually try. We can actually and try do. it. So we it's probably reali- yes. it's realistic. Realistic. Then. There it you is. go. It is. Yes. Realistic. Yes. And Absolutely. the people in them, and we'll talk about the um, the people that you have in your movies a little bit later. Um, we can see ourselves doing it and being there and being in the bedroom. And, and yes, some of them are a little kinky and some of them are um, uh, playing out some fantasies, but we could do that. When you watch some other porn where the guy's cock is 18 inches long and she's squirting 17 gallons and she's doing a handstand, <laughs> you know, the, the average couple can't do that. Right. I mean, we, 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 yeah. we'll watch the orgy ones and say, okay, yeah, we can do the orgies with all the different people and all that stuff in there being swingers because we've been there. But the, the couple one-on-one stuff, some of them just isn't realistic. And, and we commend you for doing a great job of making your films doable. Relatable, relatable to the average couple. Relatable, yes. Relatable. I mean, I always wanted fantasy-driven films. So even if you know somebody who's watching the film, maybe they've never had, for example, a threesome, but it's in their fantasy to have a threesome. They can enjoy watching it, even if they know it might not be something that's going to happen for themselves or they don't feel comfortable or whatever the situation with the relationship is, but they can enjoy and engage in the film to enjoy that pleasure. Or indeed, they might be looking at going, I've always wanted a a threesome. My partner here would like, I'm going to show her what it would be like to be, say, with another man. So there's two men and a woman, because some women might go, oh, my God, threesomes. Oh, my God, I'm going to be filled in every orifice going and I won't be able to sit down for days. You know, right. and I think some some women might panic about that. Correct. Actually forgetting it's not about that. It's just about more hands yeah. giving more pleasure, yes. more moments of sort of intenseness, of focus. And uh, and this is what I hope I show with my my uh, threesome films particularly with say two two guys yeah, and a girl right. it's about giving her the most incredible moment at, where she's just lost in it mm-hmm. you know and the pleasure mm-hmm. is is just there for all to see mm-hmm. yeah. so it can be giving people ideas showing people a little bit or just being that fantasy for them to enjoy and just go Wow, that yeah. worked for me. Absolutely. For sure. Well, we're going to get more into into the <laughs> ins and outs of your films in our second segment. But before we go into that, yeah. just talk a little bit. Um, you know, since 2015, and especially during COVID, um, how your platform has grown, and have you seen an increase, an uptick during um, the pandemic? Oh, the pan- pandemic has been, I think, hard for everybody out there. You know, I think we've all felt restricted in our relationships and our intimacy and 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 so on so it, it, it's been very hard but what we have been able to offer and where we have seen is that people have been able to engage in the site and we have seen an uptake because they were they were bereft of, of any opportunities to, to engage sexually mm-hmm. so you know anybody who was living on their own or uh, I mean we certainly noticed a lot of women were spending longer on the site. I mean, that initial moment, certainly for us in the UK, the pandemic sort of hit in March 2020 when we had our yeah. lockdown. And we clearly saw the month after, I mean, a significant spike in people turning to the digital world and going, 
I need to still feel normal. I'm I'm just not engaged in anything and I've got time on my hands. I think that that was the other thing. So we did see a large spike um, of traffic that actually and and certainly more women coming to the site. Uh, I mean we did we have a lot of female masturbation films mm-hmm. which uh, and we use toys in them and we have models talking about pleasure and so on. So and I think a lot of women you know, actually turn to films such as those as well to help them get horny, to also sort of understand how to pleasure themselves with with a vibrator. Or So I think for a lot of women, there was that. There's also the audio. So for people could sort of immerse themselves listening. Um, so it, it's it's been interesting times. Um, but certainly, you know, this is where the world of digital has been a lifeline for, for many people, couples uh, or single people. And have you been able to continue producing um, new content even throughout COVID? Yeah, I mean, we did have moments where we had to stop naturally. Yeah. You know, um, there were certain months where there was no travel or, I mean, we I film in um, Europe. So there were some countries where it was easier to either get to, where they didn't have the same issues at the same time as we were having in the UK. So actually, over the course of the last 18 months, we have been able to film and obviously taking care of of the COVID situation. But a lot of our, I don't think many people realize that um, a lot of the models that we have on our site some of them are actual real life partners. Mm. So there's there's married partners, couples, or just bloody good friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> All having a fun time yeah. on there. So so actually there were moments where we were able to say, look, you're in a bit of a bubble there because you are a relationship and therefore it was a safer way of mm-hmm. being able to ensure filming could continue. And everybody felt comfortable. Well, oh. if ever you're looking for a couple, you can sign us up. We love doing naughty <laughs> okay. stuff. Okay. <like> okay. <laughs> so why don't Excellent. we just take take a moment and take a break? We're just going to have a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, but we will be right back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle Work, Carol and David, and we're having a wonderful discussion with Anna Richards, ethical porn producer and founder of FrolicMe.com. So stay right there. All right, we're going to take a minute to talk about topless travel. So if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply must book with topless travel. From Hedonism 2 in Jamaica and Desire in Cancun to all the Bliss Cruise experiences, topless travel needs to be your number one choice. Their trips and events are all about the people and the sexy fun experiences. So let's shout out to all the sexy host couples, including Chelsea and Mark. They're there to ensure that you have a wonderful vacation. Yep, and uh, you'll find us on many of the topless travel trips, but listen up. The one we're really looking forward to is their Sexy Silver full takeover at Desire Pearl in Cancun uh, from October 16th to 23rd in 2022. We're going to be there broadcasting live, and the rooms are selling quickly, so book now. Come and join us for the week. We would love to meet you, and for those of you who are booking your room before October 31st, there's a special deal being offered right now. And for more information about this trip or any of their other events, go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book your sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Let's get back to our show with Anna Richards. She's an ethical porn producer and the founder of frolicme.com. Now, you know, let's get into what options couples have to increase their intimacy. 
Yeah, you had mentioned earlier about audio porn. Tell us a little bit about that and why it's so appealing. Especially to women. Yeah. Yeah, well, audio porn um, is really quite a fresh concept that's come about in the last couple of years. And, and we've been doing for uh, certainly about 18 months now. And it it's really comes down to hearing the spoken words or sexual words to actually stimulate your your erotic libido, as it were, as you're listening. Um, for many people, it gives them an opportunity to to listen to something very discreetly without actually feeling that um, what they're seeing is something that they're not comfortable in actually watching because they're creating their own fantasy. So straight away, it removes issues that some women may feel a little uncomfortable, particularly with the porn we were referring to earlier, where they, they, they question the sort of the nature of what they're watching. But with audio porn, when you're listening to someone speaking, or whether it's the sounds, the sexual sounds or the sexual words, it's like someone talking dirty to you in, in your ears, you know, and very discreetly. It's a turn on. And then you're creating, if you like, your own porn of choice because you're imagining the scene. So consent isn't an issue because there's consent. You know, you you naturally have given your, your characters consent for what you're hearing. And so it becomes a, a wonderful way to discreetly listen to some steamy filth, you know, on the go. <laughs> uh, and, and, and nobody's any the wiser. So I think that's where it comes into its own. And I love the idea that you can make up your own characters and imagine maybe your favorite actor or somebody you find hot and sexy. Because when you're watching it, it might not be that sexy person that you have in your mind who's actually doing who's who's you know doing the scene. Whereas when you're listening, you can create that character to be as sexy as you want or not. Or you know sometimes when you just want her to wear glasses and look like the librarian, but you know she's naughty. Well, you could do the same thing in your brain. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then then it's a little bit sexier because you're imagining who that character is all by yourself. Well, we did that on our date night last week. One of our sexual menu selections was we had to tell each other a story and we had gone out the Saturday night before and there was this really cute guy there. And I he was not a swinger, but he came into my story, even right? though he was and, not. And, I made him a swinger in my and, story. <laughs> and, wh- and while while I started with an erotic massage and I was whispering in Carol's ear and telling her the story. And then we started fucking and we pretended he was there with us. And she had probably the biggest orgasm of the year just because she was so turned on her labia, the blood, everything was totally full. So I knew that she was totally aroused, your clit, mm-hmm. and she just exploded. Mm-hmm. It, it, that, that, that audio yeah. story where your brain is thinking about what you visualize it versus you know what's on the screen um, was very powerful. Yeah. And we love trying new things, yeah. and so that was what we had decided to do is to try telling each other a story. Um, and I think it was quite successful, it actually. Was. It was, great. <laughs> it was it really was great. fun, too. Yeah. Well, it's another form of talking dirty. So if there are couples out there where sometimes they, they feel maybe a, can't quite talk dirty very well, tell a naughty story, you know, and, and, and take it in a different way. Uh, and as you say, you've picked up on, if you like, a character who's a real man, but he became your character. He became your fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, and that, again, you're absolutely right. It, it can flip a moment. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very fun and easy way to really heighten the moment yeah so what is your selection of audio porn is it as big as your selection of um, video porn 
Yeah, I mean, what we do is we have erotic stories that accompany the films. So, for example, if you're watching a, a voyeuristic film, this, there will be an accompanying story and that will, will, if you like, give you that extra erotic coating. So all of a sudden it becomes even, even more explanation as to who these people are and who's watching and do they know they're being watched and was this a setup and, and, and a little so bit more background. explanation about it, the background precisely. And then the audio is that story spoken. Mm. So if you if you don't have the opportunity to read the story, you can actually then click on the audio. Mm. So maybe if you're you're sat on a train or you're in the car and 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 you're just you know you want to switch off for five ten minutes and just blank the world out and actually you want to just relax and feel a bit good about yourself. Mm -hmm. Switch on to, to listening to the audio porn story and you're getting that story of the film straight into your ears. And then, of course, you can always get home and put the film on. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you use different voices? <laughs> yes, we have um, an array of different uh, voiceover artists that we use. So we have male voices as well as female voices. And I'm always intrigued to know do women prefer to listen to a sexy story by a male voice? Or, you know, do you find more men prefer to listen to that story being told by a female voice? Then, of course, we play on the fact of what is the story? Mm -hmm. And is the story about a woman's experience? And therefore, you need to have a female voice in, in that particular role because she is telling the story mm. of what happened. Very, very cool. Um, so, you know, it, it just depends on the nature of the story. But if, if you prefer to listen, I mean, we've got some fabulous male voices, uh, very sexy voices. And, and quite frankly, you know, just listening to them saying those sexual words. Are, are, are very arousing. Right. I get it. Absolutely, I get I it. I can be a sexy voice. So, in in general, do you, <laughs> I did. You didn't. Sorry, you didn't even. You do have a sexy voice. We talked already about what how about you turned my body? it on. Yes, you're very sexy. Baby. Anything else? Everything is sexy. My about cock. You. Yes, everything. Okay. Okay. You're just patronizing me now. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm sure Anna doesn't want to hear about your sexy voice, but that's okay. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm <laughs> listening. I'm listening here. So do you have actual demographics about the people who are listening um, to your platform and listening and watching? Do you know if yeah. they're male or female or what age groups? Yeah, we, we are very much um, a, a female site so a lot of women do enjoy coming to frolic me having said that we have a lot of couples um and equally i have men sort of emailing going hey you know i know this you sort of say it's sort of designed for women and couples but i really love your site i love how you portray um the sex i love how shame free i feel when i actually watch these mm. videos i don't feel feel um that what i've seen i should feel bad about so um but we have a, a good balance of sort of male female viewers but i i feel for me it's, it's very much a site that's aimed for anybody sexually active 18 to 80 i mean we really do have the full plethora of people who are sexually interested mm -hmm. so you don't have to be someone who is a a, a porn viewer you know, it's just you're interested in just seeing something that you could maybe add to your own 
sexual adventures mm-hmm. uh, and somewhere you can feel comfortable actually coming to, um, knowing that, you know, a woman is behind it. This has been ethically produced. And I think you, you can tell when you're watching these films yeah. that everybody's on the site is having a great time to allow you, the viewer, to have a good time too. You, you know, earlier you said, and our show is really about helping people who don't know what they don't know, find ways to open up that conversation, open up that dialogue with their partner about pushing their boundaries, about adding a bit of spice into their sex life. And and I think your site, I mean, the films go from very soft up to, you know, fucking and threesomes and kink and, and all that that's available out there. But it's just a really wonderful way for a couple and and it's a woman who might watch you know a woman just masturbating two girls playing together and get her husband to say you know um i i've never really wanted to watch porn with you but i found a site that's that i think would be good for both of us and carol and i did that she was never into porn and now we have one night a week where we watch the films on your site mm-hmm. because they are pleasing to her. They are not aggressive. They are it not. It adds variety without getting bored. And plus, we don't do it all the time. Yeah. So it's a weekly treat. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it adds variety. And and you have some really good scenes which are solo women masturbating. And there's so many women out there who don't know that it's good to masturbate to self-pleasure. And they're, they're put together so delicately that a woman might say, you know what, I, I think maybe I'll go shopping to her partner why don't we go shopping together and get a toy and and maybe i can try that and maybe i can do that so it's a great opportunity for people to open up the dialogue and to open up that door uh, to add a little bit more spice into their couple definitely definitely but for me i mean porn when you're watching good porn you know when you're watching ethical porn such as the the porn i produce before like me it's it's a wonderful sort of sexual laboratory because what it's doing is it, it, it's giving you a little sample of different sexual interests or fantasies. Because I think often, to start with, you have to sort of know what turns you on to be able to tell your partner what turns you on. So to have that sort of understanding, that experience, you need to sometimes come and watch these films to then start a conversation to actually go, I found that horny. So for you to then be able to say, I found that horny to your partner, then your partner has an understanding of what does work for you mm-hmm. and, and, you know, help you enjoy better sex. Because I think that that's the other thing is it's a communication as well. But sometimes it's not always easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not everybody is, is comfortable sometimes talking and expressing these things. So sometimes even just watching something and then just going, yeah, that was hot. Yeah. You know, that's just at least it, it's an opener. You know, it, it's a OK. So actually watching, I don't know, maybe it was a voyeuristic something or maybe it was something with with the, the woman is blindfolded and she's just experiencing having sex, not being able to see you've removed that sense. Yeah. It's something really quite simple. But for some people, they might not have thought about, wow, that would really shake things up for mm-hmm. a Saturday night, mm-hmm. you know get things out of the bedroom, get in the kitchen, you know, um, it could be all manner of things. As you say, that there's, there's films that are softer, um, right the way through to slightly more interesting sexual films where we play with a little bisexuality with, with, with men in threesomes that 
you know, a lot of a lot of women find very, very sexy. Absolutely, I'm one of them. Um, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, now this is something that, uh, I mean, we've got a, a few films where we've played with that concept. And um, the first time we actually put the film out, um, it had so many comments. And then we did, we actually brought the three of them back and, and we, we took it that little stage further. Um, because it's... It it was it took a whole different dynamic. It was just l- playing with that se- a fluid sexuality, mm-hmm. where you know guys actually were touching another guy while while actually still focused on the woman, and it became like a a triad of of sexual lovers, and it it certainly has been uh, one of the films that people have really really enjoyed. So for us, I like to diversify and play around with with fantasies and ideas and and sexuality without being too sort of stigmatized in in one camp or another and 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 just wherever there's pleasure and consensual pleasure in partners that's all that matters really it doesn't you know the actual logistics of it doesn't matter it's just about consensual pleasure for all yeah for sure and one of the things that we have to remember is that as we age as we grow as we meet new partners we change and our minds change and we might want to try something new but we also might not like the things that we liked before and this way you're giving you ideas of how to you know expand your vocabulary expand your ideas about what might work and might not work and and try give yourself permission to try some new things i have yeah i have watched there's a film and we're going to watch it together and it's um, a couple and the guy has tape over his mouth Mm -hmm. and he's tied down to the bed and the woman is pleasuring herself with him Mm. it is so hot it it is so hot and then she decides when to let him go and tells him what to do with his hands where to put his cock where she she sits on his face it is one of the hottest videos that i've seen and and you know we could fit into that couple there because i like being blindfolded and and uh, restrained and down, a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. but the, mm-hmm. the 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 directorship that you did in that was spectacular because it was not about what the guy was feeling but what the girl was feeling with him just being like a sex toy <laughs> and she used yeah. his cock and his his hands and it was it was really well done we're gonna watch it uh, this week can't you tell that david <laughs> is having a really hard time with all the homework he had to do for this episode exactly he had to watch Excellent. so many Excellent. films <laughs> yeah. you know what it's, it's interesting because actually when you were just re- retelling that particular film when you actually touched on the sexual acts were really quite minimal right it was what was going through in your head, mm. knowing that this man is blindfolded. He is but her toy, you know. So straight away, the horn level is huge, right. you know, the erotic sense. So we always have to remember that our brains are our biggest sexual organ. Exactly. You play with that in your head. So, and again, it, it's it's having a mixture of films, which is what I, I'm constantly sort of keen to keep bringing to the fore and and to the site because what really works and triggers one person may be slightly different for somebody else but it's 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 being able to have that mix uh, and and playing with that erotic moment right and as the female 
you know, producer, do you have a specific yeah. thing that makes a good scene versus, um, you know, less good scene? Um, I mean, for me, I always love to tap into that, that, if you like, I call it that mental moment, you know, what is that real tipping point that makes you, it's just mind, which is where we get mind blowing from, right. you know, what makes that mind blowing, which takes it from being just a sexual act to something like a off the scale mm-hmm. moment that you just won't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, I mean, it's, it's about just showing great sex, great chemistry of the, the, the individuals. So um, it's always important that the models that I use, that they've got that chemistry, that they've got that sexuality of understanding what makes good sex so that when you're watching it, you can see they've, they've just got that connection uh, and, and then the bringing out of the pleasure. Um, so it can be something that isn't sort of very physical sexually, as I was referring to. It could be something else, but it, it, it's about that connection of those people involved and which which i find is is exciting and how do you come up with your storylines is it something that you and your husband have done or you've do you hire writers been to a sex Uh, club no no i mean for me it's oh it's it's probably playing with fantasies and scenarios as opposed i don't have anyone writing uh, a scene so i've got no script writers because i actually keep dialogue off it I, because I, I don't want to distract from that particular erotic moment. And I think the difficulty is you can have really badly acted sex scenes that are just shocking. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how good the sex is. You, you just find they're corny. Yeah. You know? So I want to keep dialogue off, removed, and let people just watch and immerse in, in what they're seeing. So now I, I just love playing with fantasies. I love voyeurism. I love, I love hot wife uh, fantasies. I love. I mean, I love group group sex scenes. Um, yeah. So that that's the sort of thing. And then playing with those moments of what would make that absolutely mind blowing. And and that's that's what I do. And do you have like a list of what are your top most watched types of films? Whether it's threesomes or group or like what you said. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, threesomes is definitely, I think, up there. I think it's as a fantasy for a lot of individuals, as I was saying earlier, whether someone's actually had a threesome or maybe they just would like or it it might not be something that's going to happen to them, but they find the fantasy of it uh, just so, so sexy to watch. True to those that actually want to have a threesome. So definitely threesomes are up there. I mean, lesbian, lesbian sex, mm-hmm. good lesbian sex is up there both for women to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of women love watching our, our lesbian sex scenes as well as men watching lesbian sex scenes girl too. Girl, yeah. I mean, we, ha- we, have, we have male masturbation films, you know, and, and actually, you know, I've, I've had uh, the, the male part of a couple write in and go, look, you know, I, I didn't, didn't think I'd be saying this. But my God, my my wife really got off watching that guy. I mean, quite frankly, because she was so horny, I thought it was a fantastic film. He wouldn't necessarily have thought it himself, but being with the partner, mm. finding it so horny, mm-hmm. it, it made it a great film. No, absolutely. Wow. All of this is so interesting. We're just going to have to take another little <laughs> break and remind everybody that we're Carl and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are having a fun and exciting and a 
A very erotic discussion yeah. with uh, Anna Richards from frolicme.com. But coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But first, a shout out to one of our show sponsors. So stay right there. And if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, just go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314 to get your first month free. Check it out. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So we're talking with Anna Richards. She's an ethical porn producer and the founder of frolicme.com. We're having a wonderful discussion, but now we want to get in some really interesting ways that ethical porn can add you know, a lot of excitement into the bedroom. So let's talk a little bit about that. All right. But I want to just go back one second. I want to ask Anna, how important is the cum shot in your films? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> the cum shot. The money um, shot. Personally, the money shot. That's a very classic porn conversation i think the traditional porn it's always been you've got to have the cum shot um for me it's obviously part of it and and some people actually really do love to see where's his cum gonna go you know is it gonna be all down her tits is it gonna be um you know in a pussy where is it gonna be so i I like to play around with with so it's not so obvious. I don't like it to always be so explicitly there where you sort of see it. But I do think that there are moments where you need to have a naughty cum shot. You know, is it going to be sort of it has to work with the scene. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me is so important. So it's not always my absolute focus. I've got to have that money shot. But there are moments I appreciate that a lot of women actually love having come, mm-hmm. you know, on their face and and actually love having come on their parts of their body. So I'm very conscious of, of actually giving that variety, but not saying it's always got to be here. And this is what we're going to focus on. I've even had fun with where I've just had something happen. And actually, all you see at the end is all squirting on the floor, oh, you, you know, because it, it's, it's, it's a natural thing, you know, and I, so I always like to mix it up. So it's not one particular style. Um, and, and it could be funny moments, you know, I've, I've sometimes made funny moments where it's sort of gone everywhere. <laughs> and it, it's sort of, it's the messy moment, you know, which after all, it is, you know, it, it, is. it is that messy moment. Yeah. Um, so we say great sex is messy sexy, sex. <laughs> great sex is messy sex. So as, as much as it can be very sexy, it can also be very awkward or, or you know, I've got films where um, the guy comes too soon, you know, and, and he's like, oh, God, you know, and, and then he uses a toy to actually almost make sure she has a really great time at the end. So, again, it's not a typical porn situation. I want to just look at what what makes healthy sex. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what is no, an, a normalized sexuality because it happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a guy can shoot as low too soon. For and, sure. And, <laughs> and when you're filming, um, I, I know you said before some of your um, models are professionals and some of them are amateurs. But do you allow the woman to get aroused and have a real orgasm on film? Oh, totally, absolutely. I mean. I want everything to be as real as possible. And the way I like to shoot is 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 not where it's heavily directed all the way through. I've, I've got a, my style of working, but I want the, the 
the people involved to kind of lose themselves and almost forget that anyone is actually filming them. You know, if they become conscious of, of us, then it it doesn't work at all. So no, completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had I've had films where I've I've had solo masturbation scenes and I didn't realize the girl actually was such a natural squirter and, and she's just having such a great time and actually she squirts and I wasn't actually expecting it, you know, but it was so natural. It was, that was her. She was just having such a great time. You, you... I've had other models where I've almost had to say, hey, you know, hey, hey, okay, we're good now. <laughs> we got it. Take's done. <laughs> you'd have to be careful if you were laugh. filming Carol because you'd have to back up because she's probably squirt right through to the camera. <laughs> no, I definitely squirt a lot. But we should give you a couple of blankets to put into your uh, into your film right, so that exactly. those squirters don't I, I, make know, a mess. I, I think it sounds like a great idea. Because <laughs> that's real sex, too, is that we put our blanket down because we don't want our bed to be destroyed at the end. Right. Plus, it also means we're no. getting into sexy time. Right. But speaking about us and yeah. sexy time, let's talk a little bit about Anna and her husband. Do you guys, like, use your films? Do you watch your films um, when you're having sex? Do you know what? I'm, I always find that if it's a, a fairly new film that's been recently produced, I find I'm too much still remembering uh, what right. was going on at the time. Right. I love seeing the older films yeah. that I'd actually forgotten mm-hmm. and they were they were quite some time ago. And it's almost like I'm watching them slightly anew. And 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 then for me it takes on a whole new meaning. So I I love the sort of style of films and definitely, you know, have moments where, where we watch the film. Now do you watch it critically as well and discuss it with your partner and your husband and and say what what would be cool if we did it this next time or like this next time? Yeah, that tends to be the more recently published mm-hmm. ones. I think that's why I can't really watch those mm-hmm. in, 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 in a more yeah. entertaining way right. because I'm too, it's too much of a critique right. when, when I'm watching it uh, because it's still a little bit too fresh. But um, I mean, there's always, you know what, there's so much variety, you know, sex is always, there's always different varieties and different things. And, and when people say, oh, you could have done this, could have done that. You don't want everything to all happen in one film. You'll right. have nothing left to yeah. to show in other films. So, um, but there's it, it's always good to hear what people like, mm-hmm. what they'd like to see, and and actually work with that for future films. Mm-hmm. So, which are the scenes that get you turned on? Oh well, I I, I mean it, it voyeuristic ones. I love I love that that concept. Um, I mean, we did a scene. Uh, a while ago again this is playing on the hot wife and i think that that's always in my head um and we had uh, a, a well-known model and she's actually she's it's clearly she's met up with this other man but what's really exciting is you she's actually rings her husband to tell him that she's now there with him and she leaves the phone so she can talk through the moment so he's there experiencing Mm -hmm. by hearing Mm -hmm. what's going on and she she actually speaks but she also speaks to the guy she's with Mm. telling him i want you to fuck me deeper Mm -hmm. you know he can hear us you know and and all of that sort of thing i i find very erotic because the the husband is part of what's going on but at the same time she's got that moment to be empowered this is about her sex mm-hmm. and about her pleasure. And she's got these two men and she's 
she's playing with them in different ways. So, um, so yeah, hot wife, definitely, um, group scenes. Um, I always like voyeuristic. Yeah. Very cool. So Carol and I have this scene that we haven't played out yet, but we're going to, and it's where, um, she goes into a bar and sits down and I'm in the background watching and she picks up either a guy or a girl. Um, it all depends who's there. And as she makes the arrangements to go up to the room, as they're walking out, she goes um, and picks me. And when the three of us or four of us all go together up to the room, but it's all about her and being, you know, the um, the center of attention and, and guys, you know, yeah. trying to pick her up and me just watching it and getting turned on because, you know, um, we're a couple, we're in love, but I'm I, that, mm-hmm. that compersion out there is watching her actually enjoy herself. We play that role. We haven't done it yet. And I'm not sure if we actually ever will do that, especially during COVID and not picking up random guys at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) However, it's kind of fun to talk about it. And sometimes we pretend that, yeah, sometimes we pretend that that guy who picked me up in the bar is with us in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So during COVID, we also um, started videotaping ourselves. Do you and your husband film yourselves as well? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have done. And I think it can be a lot of fun because you start to realize, uh, and for me, I, I, it, it's also helped me with playing with these fantasies of what it's like to either know you're being filmed or you, you consensually don't know you're being filmed, so to speak. So, um, I mean, it's this, that's something that a lot of couples can actually really engage in uh, and, and find it can really heighten a moment and it can be quite a game that they can enjoy um so i mean again it comes back to there's nothing wrong about either filming sex or watching sex it's all about the consent and everybody involved is wanting that moment to happen and it's pleasurable so for me what i ended up doing with the with frolic me was just an extension of going well i don't see there's anything wrong filming sex i think it's great so so actually all i want to do is is be able to show people that I filmed these films with everybody's full consent, all having a good time, you know, where let's break down this taboo about, you know, porn is bad yeah. and, and so on, because it's just how we portray it Correct. and how we produce it. So, um, but I think it's great. I mean, I love a bit of kinky fun like that. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> you know, we have mentioned to a couple of our friends, you know, hey, why don't you film yourself having sex? And and I've heard it several times where the girl says, oh, God, no, I don't want to see myself. I don't want to see my, my rolls showing or whatever, my fat ass Aww. up in the air. And I, we just kind of tell everybody, that's what sex is. It's natural. Your body's natural. Sex is natural. And and don't be ashamed of watching yourself have sex. It's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. And, uh, and that crazy <laughs> orgasm face that you put on when you're about no, to come. But, but, but what That's about, the good thing. And what about, you know, doggy? Carol's never seen my cock go into her pussy in, in the doggy position. And now we film it and she's like, wow, that's really yeah, hot watching yeah. it go in. And we have yeah. mirrors, so we get it you know, from both directions. So just quickly, we're coming to the end of the show. What are a couple of pointers you have yeah. for couples who want to make some sexy videos at home? Okay. Well, first of all, Make sure everybody's comfortable, you know, that, okay, we're going to film it. And if, if a woman's got a bit of a hang up with, with her body, and, and I've, you know, it's not the first time I've heard that as well, make it feel comfortable and just sort of say, well, look, I'm, I'm not going to film your roles here or we'll, we'll angle it so that actually I'm, I'm going to be looking at this and this. And if you prefer, 
put a sexy bask on with, you know, some uber panties or something yes. like that. So actually you can you can keep yourself semi-dressed. And I right. think I think women can look so hot yes. semi-dressed. You, you know, yeah. a little a little bit of that. You also feel in the part and you're in the moment. So if you are feeling a little bit, you know, not not as good as you may wish, get some lovely lingerie you feel good in yeah. and and keep it on. That's absolutely Turn the fine. Down, put some and then, candles. Yeah. Well, you can you can certainly you can turn the lights down or you can make sure you've just got natural lighting and just mm -hmm. be conscious of, you know, nothing that's going to create harsh shadows because we can all take pictures of of ourselves looking pretty awful and we can also take pictures of ourselves looking better. Yeah. So again, just bear in mind the lighting, try and keep it simple, don't try and overcomplicate it. And for some people maybe it might be a lighting thing maybe even pop a blindfold on mm. because maybe the, the the woman involved, if she's a little bit more conscious, she may actually lose herself, mm. not worrying about what's going on around her and where is he standing or I say he, could be she, mm. could be they, but not worrying about that, but actually just forget about that. Just think and allow yourself to lose yourself in that moment. And bizarrely, when you look back, great sex when you're watching great sex you don't notice the negatives exactly. yeah. as much as the the pleasure you know and and women can be so critical yes. looking at ourselves yes. but actually you know i'll defy most men will, will when they say oh did you not see that no yeah i just not. thought you look absolutely gorgeous <laughs> exactly. you know and 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 also just accept you know what do you want to film so some people want to see something quite explicit other people maybe not, and that's fine. Ch take it softly. Look at faces. Look at touching. Look at you know watching somebody draw their hand across their body. Take it steady. You don't have to go full in there, um, but just make it fun. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so long as you feel relaxed about it, you'll have a lot of fun. Yes, you know when, when Carol and I self pleasure, even when we're fucking, there's sometimes she just wants to see the cum cut come out of the head of my cock. Right, she right. She just wants to yeah. watch it. Just squirt out ooze out she wants to squeeze it out and then you know give it a little suck after sometimes she wants it right in her pussy but she's very visual when it comes to mm -hmm. to that mm -hmm. and that's on the more extreme yeah, yeah. side you know there's also the just erotic massage just yeah. touching each other yeah. so um and it doesn't have to be for hours we've done three and four minute videos where it's just something that's titillating and then yeah. we watch it together right. again and then it'll start us off on mm -hmm. our next journey you know yeah. shortly after yeah. that yeah. the next yeah. day or the next week yeah. or whatever it's and then of, of course there's the bloopers that we laugh about <laughs> you know trying to do it backwards and hold your hands and get your cock in in this position <laughs> and then you fall, fall flat on you know on your butt or something that's that's fun yeah. that's yeah. funny you gotta yes. be able to Ad admittedly it. it get it gets tricky when you're your cameraman and model at the same <laughs> right. time but, you know the angles can get a little bit yeah. tricky i think it's easier for my perspective you can get an inexpensive tripod for $30 yeah. you put it there and yeah. just let it go yeah. and have great sex it's all about spicing up your sex yeah. life and it's not about getting the exact shot no. it's about just having fun and knowing you're going to be on film yeah which is really cool yeah. but we are yeah. coming to the end of yeah. our show this has been an amazing discussion but we like to end with some really good advice so Anna what would you say would be the top two reasons that a couple should incorporate ethical porn into their relationship and their sexual menu I think, as I was mentioning before, it, it, it's very much to um, help stimulate 
and actually take sex. Sometimes sex can often end up being a little mundane for some couples and they sort of feel, oh, we sort of, you know, do the same. And it's not, how can we zhuzh things up? How can we make something a little sexier? And again, watching some porn, it might be something where they can then have a conversation about it or maybe it's something they want to act out themselves. Um, where they watch somebody who's, I don't know, got their hands restricted round in front of them. And so actually, again, it's this loss of something where they're allowing somebody else to totally pleasure them. Um, uh, it, it could be so many different sort of little changes that will just make a difference and, and create something a little bit more special where sex isn't just a mechanical event right. it's not just a physical thing right. it's actually something that that's actually going to become what we want to say it's sexy it's how you bring out that erotic moment um that actually you sort of look back on and go oh my god that was fantastic and as i said often get it out of the bedroom don't always think you have to be in the bedroom to have sex Absolutely. you know take it somewhere else um and actually find other ways of, of racking it up but certainly i hope with i mean we've got over 300 films on the side with such sort of diversity of the sort of films and fantasies that we cover. So I'm, I'm very much hoping there'll be something that many couples will go, wow, yeah. I never thought of doing that. Sex in the car, sex outside, you know, just think about how you can actually change the dynamic and who's in control. Is he in control? Is she in control? Who's got the blindfold? Who's got this, you know, and actually look at the fun that you can have but you know porn sites such as frolic me are there as fantasies and something you can dip into uh, and either just enjoy watching or actually bring it in as an idea yeah absolutely absolutely wow that was an absolutely amazing show anna richards thank you so much for being here pleasure thank you so much to inviting me along i delighted to to chat all things frolic me <laughs> and anna why don't you just take a second and tell everybody how they can find you um your videos if they want to reach out to you yeah you can actually find me at quite simply if you key in frolicme.com that's the website um, and you will see there that the offering of we offer a, a free story membership so you can actually come to the site and enjoy all the stories for free. There is a, a small membership subscription to allow you to enjoy all the films and the audio, porn, and the erotic galleries. And we also have an online magazine as well that you can read. We've got some great uh, sexy real-life confessions that get published. Um, so it's a full-on erotic platform. Oh, very, very good. And of course, if you missed any of that information, you just have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own guest page with all their information. You can even contact them there if you have any questions about their work or whatever. Absolutely. And, you know, we're learning more and more every week from all our expert guests. We hope you do, too. If you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. All righty. Anna, once again, thank you so much for being here. We want to thank all our listeners for being here week in and week out. And reminding everyone to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. 
And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 